Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, happy Thanksgiving Eve. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. So we've been talking about Michigan for weeks and weeks and weeks because Perloff, they're at the center of this big scandal. And it feels like it's all culminating with the game, uh, with the big game on Saturday because Jim Harbaugh is going to be serving his suspension, not going to be on the sideline. And this is like... to me sort of feels like the end of like this big story because this is the moment that both these two teams, like it all comes down to this game and Harbaugh is not going to be there. Weirdly, I think that there's so many built-in excuses for Michigan. They've been at the center of this like bleep storm, hail storm, sand storm, whatever you want to say. But if they lose this game to Ohio State, they're going to have excuse after excuse after excuse. And somehow Jim Harbaugh has become more popular and gotten more power at Michigan, even though he's the one at the center of the scandal. Well, I think he was already very popular and also a lot of power. They did hold off his extension reportedly. So he was, I don't think he could have gotten more popular because he's the best coach they've had, obviously. I'm not sure... I see it that way. I assume the college football is scripted like the NFL. It's Doesn't feel like this movie is going. The movie has to keep going after this. This can't be the last game of the Michigan season. We need to see them in the final four. We need to see him holding the glass trophy and making the NCAA so uncomfortable. Because I love college football awkwardness, and them advancing would lead to the most awkward final four. It would be fantastic. Obviously, I think either team that wins is going to win the Big Ten title game. So... I want to see this movie keep going. The other thing, too, this is the first time in a long time Michigan's been favored. So this is this is the year for Michigan. They, everyone came back to win a national title this year, and they have Ohio State down. This is the year they got to win it, because if they don't win it this year, I can't see. I think the two programs are headed in slightly different directions. Oh, see, I think it's different. You, you start Michigan loses this game in the big house. Ryan Day and Ohio State goes up and beats them. They're going to say, we got sandbagged by the Big Ten. All this pressure yeah. to suspend Harbaugh, and they never had to, you know, the investigation wasn't fully complete. The NCAA investigation investigation isn't complete. This has been a witch hunt on Harbaugh. The details of this have been salacious. You know, you don't have proof that everyone else was doing it. Like, they're going to play victim here as they've done throughout this entire process, right? They have only acted like victims, and they are going to continue if they lose this game. And I don't even know if Harbaugh's going to have any kind of communication with this team, but he's obviously not going to be there for a big fourth down call. And they are going to use that, and their fans will use that to say, this was all Fugazi. 
if we had had our coach there and if we had not had this swirling winds of the scandal, then we would have won this game. Because on paper, they are the better team. I hear you say, saying that, but if they step back and say, this was the year, I mean, this was the design. I think they're going to lose 16 players to the NFL draft this year, including probably their quarterback and their star running back. So I don't understand if Michigan can't beat Ohio State and win in the Final Four this year, then why is Harbaugh even saying this is never, ever going to happen? It's not If it's not this year, it's not happening. What's, because there's no J.J. McCarthy sitting behind J.J. McCarthy. <laughs> well, I, I think they're in big trouble if they don't win this game. I, I think they're about to take a big step back. See, I think the irony on this, if you're talking about coaches yeah. and, like, you know, Harbaugh, despite being at the middle of this, and I can't really say he orchestrated it, but he definitely, if he didn't know, he should have known about, you know, someone on his staff doing this advanced scouting. It's definitely against the rules, all that. Like, ironically, I think if he loses, he still has really good standing and position at Michigan, right? Like, oh yeah, I mean, he they might want to go to the NFL. He might want to say, you know, bleep you to the NCAA. He might want to get out from under all this and have a fresh start somewhere. Hell, he's been interviewing with NFL jobs, you know, for the last couple of years. Ironically, the team that's not at the middle of the scandal, Ryan Day, I think that he has way more to lose here. He loses to Michigan in this season. I think that he's probably feeling the hot seat, right or wrong, mm. he's feeling the hot seat more than Harbaugh, and Harbaugh's the guy with the scandal. I, I've never understood this Ryan Day hot seat thing. To me, I, I can't imagine inside the industry people feel that way, because I've, I think he's one of the most respected coaches. They've done nothing but win, 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 win. How can you put this coach on the hot seat? How many losses does he have this year? Zero. Yeah. How many losses does he usually have? Zero or one. I imagine losing it. They can't let him walk out the door. That'd be insane. Well, it does sound insane, but this fan base, I think, would look at it and say, you won with Urban's yep. players. You haven't beat Michigan in two years. Like, this job, I think the Ohio State job, is almost like, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's definitely not easy. Yeah. But Ohio State doesn't really go through big lulls, right? Like, right. they are always good. So to coach this team to be a national title contender, it's not like you're starting from zero and you got to climb this big mountain every year. You're basically kind of starting like pretty high up on the peak. And we've seen other teams who are up there go through big swings and dips. And right. Ohio State doesn't really do that. But this year, isn't this year the lull? I mean, we've watched They're undefeated. Ohio. Yeah, but this is the, they have Kyle McCord at quarterback. Come yeah, on. They, they went beat from Notre CJ. Dame on the road. I mean, they've huge wins oh, despite come on. the Notre fact Dame that they it. might be quote unquote down. That's a huge win to beat an average Notre Dame team. Like, what was it, 14 to 12 or something? That game was, was kind of sad. The Penn State game was kind of sad. This is not Ohio State this year. Every this Penn is a, State game is sad. This is a facsimile of Ohio State. I know they've beaten up on some bad Big Ten teams the last couple of weeks, but I think everyone's going to. Everyone who's smart, in my mind, forgives him because he, they screwed up on quarterback. Kyle McCord, I love him. He's a Philly guy. They, he should not be the quarterback. Ohio State, is if they lose this game, they're going to go out next year in the transfer portal and get this number one guy out there and bring back the high-octane Ohio State. Right now, it feels like a more... I know Travion Henderson's back, but it feels like a more one-man offense than I ever remember. They're so slow on offense that I think Michigan has a huge advantage here because they're just going to pound them with a run like they've been doing. But think about the last few years. Ohio State's gone in huge favorites and lost. This year is the but, first time in a long time they've been underdogs. Okay. So they're underdogs. They're not supposed to win this game. They're going against a better team on the road. How can you kill Ryan Day for losing this game? Because the other team doesn't have their head coach on the sideline. I and, think we all know that head coaches on game day are not as important as we Okay, think. despite what Tom Brady said, I think the college football coaches on game day are very important. I think it is important. 
The other part, too, is you have you could say for Ryan Day, and I think what an Ohio State fan would say is the reason why we lost the last two years may have had something to do with the sign-stealing scandal. If they had, if Michigan, because you know about winning and losing, Prof, it's like really on the margins here. If if they even had a 5% better chance, something like that, that could swing things. And the fact that C.J. Stroud did have these bad games against Michigan when he's obviously awesome, you know, he's great against Georgia. He's been killing it in the NFL. So I just think there is a lot here more on day. But as for Harbaugh, ironically, less pressure on him. Every built-in excuse in the book. And it's going to start and end with we're getting hosed and we're getting the old screw job by the Big Ten. Yeah, I I don't think Harbaugh is going to view it that way because I think this was a perfect storm for a Michigan year. This was This was it. Honestly, he wants to win a national title. He hasn't won a Super Bowl and hasn't won a national title. Right. I'm telling you right now, if they don't win it this year, uh, it's not happening anytime soon. I don't even know how long he's going to stay there. It feels like, I said this originally, it feels like the scandal is actually ironically going to keep him there longer, just to prove a point, because he's become Mr. Defiant guy. But I don't know how on the field they're going to continue to do this. The Big Ten's about to get better with some of those Pac-12 teams coming. Uh, I think there's a lot of But the college playoff is expanding. The 12, yeah, that's a good point. That might be a savior, but I don't even see them as a top 12 team next year. I, I think Ohio State is going to be loaded. They can reload uh, and become this high octane offense again because Ryan Day is a great play caller. Is Michigan going to be able to reload like that? They're losing everybody this year. Well, but listen, you're a team that now has you know won the last two of our, over Ohio State. You've been in the college football playoff. Like that should help your recruiting. All of this should help. And you're Michigan. You should be able to recruit no matter what. But has Michigan really been a national title contender in the last 25 years? Not really. Well, I mean, I watched I watched them, you know, one play away from the national title game. I don't know if they would have beaten Georgia, but they probably would have put up a better better showing than TCU. Yeah, I think that this is, under Harbaugh, they've become a much different team in the sense that you really look at them. It used to be their Super Bowl was beating Ohio State. Now I think their Super Bowl is winning the national title. And by the way, when we go to 12 games, yeah. that... Ohio State-Michigan rivalry is going to mean much less. I, I mean, 12 games is gutting all the rivalries because if Michigan-Ohio State aren't playing for the playoff, definitely takes a little bit of the uh, pressure away. Okay, but here's the thing about that. I I think we should talk about it because yeah. there is something about this year being the final season of just four teams in the playoff that almost feels a little like the end of a mini era, yeah. right? Like the end of a mini era where the rivalries still meant everything because so much is on the line in situations like this with Michigan and Ohio State. I don't think that the rivalries will be so watered down that they're yeah. unrecognizable anymore. I still think it's going to mean something because you, first of all, have all the history and all that stuff, but secondly, you're still going to like going to have to be jockeying for some kind of positioning here, right? Like, you still want to be getting the higher seed. You still want to, like, there still is going to be a lot on the line, despite well, the fact that you might be but think both of, getting it. Think about last year. Ryan Day and Ohio State lost to Michigan again, two years in a row. But I thought Ryan Day redeemed himself a lot by having a great offensive plan against that juggernaut of a Georgia defense. Yeah. I think we came away from the year saying, oh, yeah, Ryan Day is a pretty good coach. So I think the, the playoff, because it happens after the big game, is the last thing we remember. I don't remember killing Ryan Day in the offseason. I feel like everybody sort of took the pressure off of him. We'll see. if he This year, unfortunately, if he loses, he's probably out. So this is there's more pressure on him today. But 
I, I think that but you're right. You do have a good point that Harbaugh can get back with the 12, but they're never going to have a team like this. They got Blake Corm. They're going to be able to run it down Ohio State's throat. That can't. Eventually, these guys have to go pro. I think there's a lot of pressure for Michigan to do it right now. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, so we will talk a lot about Ohio State-Michigan today. We want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. Pressure on Harbaugh. I say none. Built-in excuse. Dude's as powerful as ever. Talking about Ted Lasso, giving these nonsense press conferences. At first, he wants to go into the courts on, you know, and do have his Judge Judy moment with the civics class and everything he learned in school where he gets to defend himself. And then the next moment, it's like, that. Eh, I'm just going to accept the suspension. Easier for me. Fire the linebackers, coach. Coach, you got a comment on that? No, I think the statement speaks for itself. You want to know what was in the statement? Absolutely yeah. nothing. <laughs> There's, we still don't know exactly why this guy was fired. We know maybe a Yahoo report that perhaps he was tampering with evidence. He's gone. Like Harbaugh just continues to skate, skate, wow. skate. And people think he's like doing all this with a wink and a nod. He's got Ric Flair at the facility. Like, Yeah, I mean, the media is handing him a layup. They're treating the sign ceiling scandal like it's Watergate combined with the JFK assassination. <laughs> so they're treating it like they're making such a big deal out of it. Of course, Harbaugh, you're just feeding the Harbaugh machine. I say you're not you necessarily, but generally he, this stupid little scandal has been treated like, it's just like the flake gate and spy gate. We blow those out of proportion. They just need a better nickname for this Connor, Connor Stallions alone. Yeah. So Harbaugh, Uncle of course, Har- Harbaugh is going to look good because he's playing himself against the media who thinks they get a lot of clicks by calling out Michigan. It's such a minor scandal. It's sign stealing, which they do all the time. If it's Every so, team sign steals. If it's so minor, why is Jim Harbaugh not on the sideline for this game? Well, they cheated and they got caught. But Thank so you. what? But you know who else cheats? Everybody. It's college football. It's a whole sport based on a lie where they don't pay the players. It's, it's a weak it's argument. A, oh, come on. Har- I think Harbaugh, the reason he's getting more power is because people eventually are going to say, wait, what was all that about? He gets more power. Nothing materially changes for him. Like, they lose this game. Okay, it's a disappointment. But mm. he's not getting fired. The, well, honestly, I do think, though, that he's going to look at his roster next year and say, hmm, if I don't get a transfer quarterback and McCarthy does go pro, then he might say, oh, let's go to the NFL because he's very opportunistic. The guy is about Jim Harbaugh. The other thing, too, is he probably would have gotten fired. He was tied to J.J. McCarthy. He might have gotten fired in the first place if he didn't have a good quarterback in the pipeline. Uh, you know Harbaugh. He, he is, he's always wandering, so I don't even know what happens here. Do you think he stays? I, from the beginning yeah. of the scandal, maintained that he was leaving. But I always thought he was leaving because he's been interviewing with NFL teams yeah. the last two years, which kind of feels like somebody who's looking to leave or looking to get more money. Yeah. And it's kind of naked and blatant and whatever. And that doesn't help you recruiting either, I would imagine. But now... You like give a foot out the door. Now I do think... And listen, maybe I'm totally wrong. I think it does cool him off a little bit with the NFL. Do you think an NFL owner is going to be like, ah, I'm really into Jim Harbaugh right now? I don't know because people seem to like the antics. You know, people yeah. think to like seem to like when he stands up there and says silly things at his press conference. To me, the reason why he would get hired in the NFL is not because of anything that happened in Michigan. It'd be looking back at the 49ers situation yep. and he got them to a Super Bowl and he did it with Colin Kaepernick and Frank Gore in a great run game and now what do you have? Running quarterbacks yeah. and it's like that's that's more of a thing now than it even was back then. Feels like a long time ago, though. 
The Jim Harbaugh, that feels like a different era of NFL. It was 10 years ago now that that Super Bowl was 2012. I'm not so sure. I, I think if I'm an owner and it's between him and, say, a young, a hot offensive coordinator, that the scandal might hurt a little bit. Because last year, if he didn't get a job last year, why wouldn't he have gotten a job last year if, with that same reasoning? So I think he'd be maybe cool. I, he'd probably going to be at Michigan for life. Why does he need more money to explain to me? I'm sorry, side topic. Why do yeah. these college football coaches need more money? How can they ever <laughs> spend in a million years? Nick Saban's got to have $700 million in the bank. The guy's 72 years old. He lives in Alabama. How is he ever going to spend any of this money? Listen, jet skis. People How many jet skis can you buy, Maggie? A lot. I I saw the prices right the other day for the first time in like, I don't know, 20, maybe 10 years. Have you guys watched this show recently? Now we're on a super tan. No, I, I have not watched it. It's the um, only place I wear anyone or I see anyone buy a jet ski in real life or not real life TV. But it's the only time anyone yeah. talks about jet $3, skis. $3,674. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I yeah, get I love a dollar. It. Can I just tangent for one second on the prices, right? So I was watching the other day on the treadmill because now we're in this new schedule and TV habits are all different now and all that stuff. I maintain watching somebody win a car on that show is still the best moment we have on TV right now, non-sports edition. Like, besides me, sports are like, I don't even think people care if you win an Oscar like, I'm going to put that stuff to the side. Those are the live TV things that we still have in this world. I think the dopamine hit of watching someone freak out over losing a car is the best thing we have on TV. I don't. I can't even think of a second. Wow. So, to me, and maybe I'm biased because I, I watch the show weekly now. I, I, to me, the end of a season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, oh, and yeah. when the good – the person you rooted for wins, wins quote Carlos unquote. just got up and he's walking and out. You see he's the proposal. I mean, when, when <laughs> Dotton won the Bachelorette season, I mean, I was I jumped off my couch. I was Amazing. yelling things I probably shouldn't have been saying at the time because how happy I was for this young man. Like EJ believes in love. I do. Wow. I do. I'm a sucker for love. You're well, a bachelor, bachelorette person. We're still all learning about each other. I think it's a matter of timing, too. Bachelor's on a night. I haven't seen Prices Right since I called in sick in seventh grade. <laughs> <I tell you. laughs> Why? What is... Dude. That's a... Uh, you're homesick and you're watching Prices Right. Who watches The Prices Right? Who? I, someone on a treadmill at 11 a.m. because that's my life now. But I think that... <laughs> It, Wait, watch is... somebody win a car. Guys, it's unreal. You'll get goosebumps still. There were, it, it's not, you know, listen, it's the best thing that can happen on television. I can't find a second one. Maybe The Bachelor. I'm not really into that. I feel shit. like I've learned too much about people getting gifts and the tax You got to pay the taxes. And Put all that out that of your mind. That's, that's, like watching, that's like watching college football. Don't, don't, don't remember these guys aren't getting paid. I mean, they are now. <laughs> you can't remember <laughs> yeah. the, the dirty underbelly. Just from a pure entertainment standpoint, there's nothing better. I challenge everyone, find me a better TV moment than someone winning a car on Price is Right. Pure joy, elation, emotion, you cannot do it. 855-2124-CBS. Maybe the close second, and it's not on TV, is when Oprah used to give stuff away. You get a car, you get a car, and people's like heads would explode. But honestly, she's ripping off the Price is Right because they've been doing that forever. That is true. Yeah, she took her producers realized this is the best moment on television. So we're just going to multiply it by a studio full of people. I do think if I had to do a second one, though, it's not something I watch a lot, but the extreme home makeover. And this is something also with taxes and stuff like that, too. But when that person uh, walks into that house, yeah, usually it's someone that's been down their luck, has had issues. 
and you see the raw emotion of them celebrating this house. I mean, very much a tearjerker. They have to pay taxes on that. I think that I think it's similar to the car. Where like, or not, not, maybe not taxes, but I think upkeep of the house. There's a lot of issues with like all any of these shows where they're giving you something for free. There's mad issues coming out of it. <laughs> like, nothing is for nothing free. is nothing in this. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you win the lottery, your life is over. Basically, you're gonna right. you're gonna end up in a you know in an alley in about three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like stories you wind up brokered than where you were before you played the lottery. Yeah, so all, all these shows have horror stories. Like um, you know, I love the pimp my ride stories of like people would get these tricked out cars and yeah. then like the cars didn't work that great or they just got people just <laughs> ripped the rims out and the hubcaps and the TVs out because like you're driving like a, a car that should be on Fast and Furious driving it down a suburban road like yeah. yeah somebody's gonna be like oh what's that the fish in the trunk are dead <laughs> <laughs> that was a great show they took was- out the PlayStation 2 you know all that stuff happened so like there are those stories too so I'm gonna I'm surprised I'm actually surprised that Exhibit did not get another another hosting job. Like he should have been in hosting Celebrity Jeopardy. He was just as good as any of those other people. I mean, how many the things show. were left for him to pimp? Like you, you <laughs> pimp my Jeopardy. You, you can't get any higher than pimp my ride. It's like pimp my daily pimp, double. You know, pimp your stroller. Like I, there's not much <laughs> for you to do. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. In the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, where Pine Needle says to turn in your man card, EJ, because you like The Bachelor. And Carlos is agreeing with Pine Needle. Yes, sir. 855-212-4227. How much pressure on Jim Harbaugh in this rivalry game? And find me a better TV moment than someone winning a car on Prices Right. Can't do it. Maggie and Perloff on this Thanksgiving Eve. Don't move. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back in a minute. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now we've done it. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Carlos is on the board today. That means there's a music theme. Carlos, what do we got on tap today? 90s R&B. Sometimes you just want to feel good. So oh, feel I, thought, good Wednesday. I thought this was going to be love songs because we found out that EJ likes The Bachelor. 
Wait, you I, know what? Way. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> I was like, I, oh, now we're doing love songs. Today. I don't like The Bachelor. I love The Bachelor. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You know I have a lifelong Bachelor. There's so many. Why do you think they put all the NFL people on The Bachelor? Because every guy kind of likes The Bachelor secretly. Then why do they go up head-to-head against Monday Night Football? I don't know. I didn't well, actually, they kind of stopped that, I think. Did yeah, they, 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 they kind of slow down yeah. in the fall, and then they pick it up, their, their replacement. Anyway, I got kicked cool. off a Bachelor text thread. I'll watch the one where... Too many snarky comments about the show. They really liked the show, and I kept making fun of the show, and then all of a sudden I was out. The best ones when they go to the beach, they all get so hammered every day in a row for four months. Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) is the GOAT. Yeah, like, so, I love the Bachelor, Bachelorette, but the Bachelor in Paradise, it's like Bachelor, but if it's the all-star game. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah. It's it, drunker, it's nakeder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is there home field advantage at the end? People on TV <laughs> developing chronic alcoholism is more entertaining than you might think. Maggie's saying the most exhilarating moment on TV is when someone gets a car and the price is right. Yep. So, and for all you young people out there who have unplugged your cable, Price is Right is a show that's on. <laughs> it's a on. game show. <laughs> it's a game show. Young people know it more than anyone else. I'm like, like, what's cable? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, true. but I don't think they have access to it. Is it on, like, CBS? Anyway, um, Price is Right, which is pretty exhilarating. Uh, EJ's going with a bachelor. I'm going to go old school. Most exhilarating moment on TV is football. Hello. I said non-sports. Oh, okay. Non-sports. Of course, sports sports is going to be number one because it's a last reality show left. Did you guys see the rating on my Eagles Chiefs game, by the way? I did. Uh, Biggest Monday Night Football game in history. Yeah, there was nothing else on. Yeah, that's probably true because the bachelor wasn't on. There you Uh, go. (laughs) And slice into the... Uh, I am still mad about the call on Fletcher Cox hitting Patrick Mahomes and getting a penalty. So if there's anyone who wants to call in about bad officiating, that's always good. Well, okay. Jeff in Minnesota happens to be on the horn. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Hey, Maggie. And I want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, Jeff. How's it going? Good, good. But I'm a little upset from Sunday night's game out in Denver against the Minnesota Vikings with the officials. Still upset. It's Wednesday. Haven't gotten over it. I know. I, I, you know, I, I got a thing about these officials. I wish they would get on all the same page, uh, in quotation marks, because there was an official right behind there when Johnson came in and hit Dobbs, and it's clearly he lowered his helmet. Yeah, Kareem Jackson. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My question, and then I'll let you professionals uh, discuss it, is where do they get some of these officials? What what crackerjack box do these <laughs> some of these officials come out of? It's ref school. Thank you. Yes, Jeff. Thank you so much. Re- ref school. Uh, no, it's you know people who work their way up. That's that's the officials. But there have been, and Aaron Rodgers actually talks about this quite a bit on McAfee and did it yesterday again, which is a lot of the best NFL officials of. Uh, have retired recently, and you can tell because they're all on TV now getting paid gobs of money with the Gene Sterators and the... Really? Uh, I feel those guys get every single call wrong on TV. No, though. I think they might be getting it right, and the oh. guys on the field are getting it wrong. Like, at least there's a little back in my day, the refs were better, and some of the best guys now are on TV. Well, I, I disagree with that because I think this the game has gotten so much more complicated, and they have to tell in real real time: is this going to be a roughing? Roughing is very hard to judge. I will give you that. So how we see it in slow mo, and we can't even tell if it was a roughing. So how is the guy who's right the, the Kareem Jackson hit? How do you really see that in real time? I think you have to see it in slow mo. Maybe college has it a little better with going to the booth for targeting. Yeah. 
I, I don't know how you're supposed to do it. Well, because if you're going to try to protect these players, you're putting yourself in a bad spot. The other part, too, with Dobbs specifically is he was a runner at that point. And I think even though you're a quarterback, yeah. you're acting as a running back in that moment. So yeah. maybe things are a little different. But, I mean, guys get sneezed on and you get 15 yards for roughing the passer. So it does feel very unevenly applied. Well, I will tell you, Kareem Jackson, and I noticed this I think he cost me a bet in week one. He is completely reckless. Sure. I understand. And he almost, and he has no idea what time of game he's doing this. He He's cost that team so many times. And he's suspended now. So I think Again. the history reminds me of when James Harrison it was at his peak and just putting guys out of business. History does matter, in, in my opinion. So I think the, the four-game suspension made so much sense to me. I understand missing it in real time too. They're so how do these officials do this job? They don't we can't even tell on replay, Maggie, what's actually happening. And they're supposed to do it at a hundred miles an hour. But haven't you noticed like I don't recognize a lot of these guys anymore? Well some of them you still do, but there was like whoever was refing the the Bills Jets game the other day, I had never seen that person before in my life. Uh I, I don't know. Some it, of them I still know. Yeah. Like Ed Hockley's son. Guys like that. They are. I, I think another trend, too, is they're all kind of ripped these days. Like well, what happened? that's, to that's the, been Oculi. Yeah, what happened to the chubby ref? I, you still get them in college. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I will, I'll watch that this week. Dude's waddling out to the 50-yard line. Now that's, but see, I like, you know, I like that. I like guys out of central casting. I don't like when people go against type. It's like, you know, in the NBA where we see a bunch of Kevin Durant types or in the NFL, you see pattern out of the Patrick Mahomes. Now the refs are all patterned out of the Ed Hockey League. He's, <laughs> yeah, right. He's the yes. blueprint now. It's the copycat league, EJ. Uh, Rod is an Alabama, has a thought on best TV moment. I think it's when someone wins a car on The Price is Right. Rod, what do you have? Uh, on the Wheel of Fortune, they've been doing it for decades when they win the big prize at the end, either the car or the 75000 or on rare occasions, they can actually win a million dollars. and that's, that's a pretty big moment there. Rod, it's a great call because it still feels rare. You know, you only have, what, 10 seconds to try to solve that final puzzle. It doesn't yeah. happen a lot, and you do know if you've been watching Prices Right enough, someone's probably going to win a car every show, like maybe around the 27-minute mark or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's you're right, so, Rod, and you don't know what the prize is until they reveal it, which is cool. That's right. The uh, Harbaugh thing. Yeah. As I understand, he's not going to be able to coach them this weekend. Is that correct? Not in the venue, so he cannot be at the big house. Now he could probably be at the facility, like the his office. I'm assuming, uh, but he cannot be in in the building. Okay, so I don't, I'm not sure that there's really a huge pressure on him to win because he's he, not there. A, he's not there, and B, he could still make the playoffs. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Rod, thank you very much. I, I thought no pressure because he's not there. So if, you know, Sharon Moore has a big fourth down decision to make or something, then, you know, and it swings the game, Harbaugh's not going to get blamed for that. Could Michigan still get in with a loss? No. Yeah, I don't know either. Although at this time last year, I didn't think Ohio State would have gotten in with a loss, and things did break right for them. It's a weird year. There's so many teams alive, way too many teams alive right now. So Michigan doesn't, who's their out-of-conference win? They they schedule the lightest schedule. Really, Texas has a better has better claim to it. Oh, yeah. Alabama is going to have, well, Alabama might be a two-loss team, though, if they lose to well, Georgia. I, I mean, you're assuming in... Yeah, I mean, Georgia, Alabama winner is in. 
Michigan, Ohio State winners in. That's two right there. So that leaves two spots for the loser. I mean, it's going to be really hard because you have Texas, you have Oregon, you have Washington, you have Florida Louisville State. will be back in if they, you know, they'll have one loss because they'll have to be Florida State. I, I know, but did you see in the latest rankings last yeah. night, Mizzou is over Louisville and Mizzou has two losses and Louisville is I know, one. I know. But, the Louisville, but Louisville gets a signature win if they beat Florida State. But it's a, with a backup quarterback now. We'll see. Yeah, I just think, I think it's going to be hard for that loser. Possible. Everyone seems to, by the way, when you look at the Final Four, everyone's just assuming when they do the scenarios that Alabama's beating Georgia. <laughs> well, that's the more fun scenario yeah, for like, chaos. When you do a scenario, you're like, oh, Alabama's beating Georgia. This is Georgia, and they're three-point favorites. And how are they only three-point favorites? I Are we underrating Georgia? I do love these scenarios, but it dawned on me, Maggie, we're going to have total chaos this weekend. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's check in with some headlines. Pete McCarthy's our guy. Happy Thanksgiving, Pete. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm sponsored by Progressive Insurance today. Progressive Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you could save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Chaos this weekend. How about chaos last night in the NBA in-season tournament? Yeah, they're they're all trying to hype this thing. Players, coaches, including Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle. Essentially, is a playoff environment. We had a lot of games this year that have been like, like playoffs. Uh, we've had three or four at home that, that have had that feel. All the games in Philly had the, both games in Philly had the feel. Tonight certainly had it. I mean, Atlanta's playing for a lot too. I mean, Atlanta, if they if they had won tonight, they're right in the thick of it. Yeah, it felt like a playoff game. The Pacers, the Hawks last night, a playoff game with a final score of Pacers 157, the Hawks 152. What, what <laughs> playoff basketball is that? Do you know it was the biggest total for an NBA game since 1995 coming into that game? That is insane. So I, everyone knew it was going to blow up, but that was even better than expected. I would have thought the biggest total would have been like 1975, not 1995. But yeah. are these the coaches and stuff like getting paid by the advertisement? Like, does the mm. league float them, you know, 20 bucks every time they pump up this in season tournament? I. Well, I feel like it's a loser's stance to say this is a big deal because Rick Carlisle saying that, that means I don't think I have any chance in the real playoffs, so I'm going to go for this. Is it a second-place prize? Well, I mean, they give up, like, on average, like 150 points a game. I mean, the Pacers are always in these high-scoring games. Right, but all this talk about the... Nobody outside of the NBA is talking about the in-season tournament at, at all, in my opinion, and they're trying to play it up. It feels like blatant marketing. I don't want to be marketed to, Maggie. Yeah, I get it. What else you got, Pete? Well, LeBron will, will market it to you, too. I know. Obviously, you know, we in the tournament, so, um, you know, it's always great to be able to be <laughs> victorious and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, have another way to, to have another home game. So that was that was great. We were able to, to uh, take care of business that way. He's riveted, right? I mean, how much do you think it matters for LeBron James with the Lakers doing the in-season <laughs> tournament as they uh, move on to the quarterfinals? This is part of his legacy. Yeah, I know, Pete. Somehow people will use that against LeBron in a LeBron-Jordan argument in 10 years. You know, it's like, and LeBron cared about the in-season tournament. Jordan never lost the in-season tournament. <laughs> yeah, Jordan oh never God, lost the go. in-season yeah. tournament. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> nice. No, no, Absolutely. Oh, stop. Uh, you, you're going to actually, you'll probably use it for, oh, look, LeBron won that and thing. And LeBron won an in-season tournament. Oh, my God. LeBron can't can't lose the finals of the in-season tournament. Let's let's be straight up there. That can't happen. Yeah. LeBron, by <laughs> the way, uh, he did score his thirty-nine thousandth point last night as he continues to hit all these numbers. He got a got some respect from teammate Christian Wood. You know, he should be in the MVP race because he's thirty-eight years old. What person do you know at thirty-eight has been doing what he does? And you know, today thirty-nine thousand points is it's incredible. 
that's fine. It's kind of what we hear all season from uh, <laughs> players and broadcasters about LeBron James, what he's doing. But then LeBron kind of cut a right hook from a reporter. Is it weird being older than the uh, head coach? I'm older than who? The Utah head coach. I'm older than the head coach. Oh, wow. I just had to My goodness. Oh, no, my goodness. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one, right? That's, that's a good one. Yeah, you got me on that. thought I dropped that in on you. No. Old guy stuff. Yeah, Will Hardy is the Jazz head coach, 35 years old. LeBron is 38. Joe Mazzullo of the Celtics is uh, is also younger. Is that, a bigger, so is that not, a bigger flex for LeBron or for Hardy? This is how you can tell EJ's still a young person. Yeah. It's never cool when someone is pointing out <laughs> yeah. how much younger somebody else is. It's It always stings. It's a bigger flex for the coach. I actually accidentally watched that game last night because they were on after the Sixers-Cavs. Uh, Will Hardy looks like he should be an assistant. He is. He looks like a twelve-year-old who's thirty. He's thirty-five. I can understand why people went there. Yeah, it's you, Maggie's totally right. You don't want to be. You want to be uh, younger than every coach in the NBA. <laughs> also, but Will Hardy does not belong on the sideline. He looks like a baby. It's. I mean, listen. LeBron's now got the gut punch of guys telling him, "You played against my dad." I mean, that's. Yeah, that was rough. That one hurts that too. That was a Jabari. But he does. Right? Yeah. I mean, LeBron has Christian Wood on his side, apparently, because I was wondering who Christian Wood thought the MVP should be. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was a big reveal. It was a big shocker uh, that he would say LeBron. Oh, man, Pete, what else? Yeah, and, the, you know, part of the conversation, right? Like LeBron's going to play with his son uh, yep. soon, perhaps, and his son able to take warm-ups a couple of days ago, which was uh, good to see. Uh, Shaquille Leonard, this is kind of a stunner yesterday, waved by the Colts, and even Leonard was surprised. It was the biggest surprise ever, you know, but, you know, I don't make those decisions, you know. It was shocking, you know, um, I asked for a November meeting, I guess I got a November meeting, so I guess you got to be careful what you ask for. Yeah, Leonard had complained a bit about his playing time as it was dropping, but it's pretty unbelievable fall from grace. Three-time first-team All-Pro back injury last year, played in only three games, and then this year steadily lost playing time. Now now he's gone. I mean, what a, what a strange year for the Colts from top yeah. to bottom, right? It, Jonathan it, Taylor stuff, and now Shaq Leonard, a franchise stalwart on defense, gone. Important one for Maggie and Perloff show because the teams being linked to him are the Eagles and the Bills. So, <laughs> I will fight you to the death well, for Shaq Leonard. Shaq Leonard. <laughs> but then I was all in the Shaq Leonard. Then I read the reason they cut him. He is the lowest pro football focus grade for any inside linebacker in the league. So apparently he's really slow now. Well, he's had two back surgeries. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can forgive him for that. But if he makes one play in the playoffs, it's yeah. worth it. I got to be honest. I'm going to give him to your Bills. I feel like you need him more for the Milano injury. Well, here's the other thing, though, about the Colts is you're in it. Surprisingly, it feels yep. like the Colts haven't played a game in a month and a half, but they're five and five. Right, but the with a backup the, quarterback. This was not a giving up on the season. I guess he's just not any good anymore. I know, and it, but it's like he wants more playing time. I, I don't know. I was just surprised that you'd be getting rid of anybody when you're technically like you're still in a playoff race. Yeah, uh, maybe he was a locker room guy. Maybe he was saying you got to play me, and the coach doesn't want any more of that. Yeah, awesome. it's, it's wild. I'll, I will I will take him, too. I love that player. Remember him a few years ago? Could he be that bad that quickly? Well, according to Pro Football Focus, yes. <laughs> according to back surgeons, and also, the Colts yes. Too. Yeah. And they, they told him they were going to make him inactive for the rest of the year before they released him a day later. Wow. I mean, listen, maybe it's just over. Like, life comes at you fast, you know, especially oh. with these kinds of injuries. Yeah. Back injuries, like... 
you're playing this collision sport at that kind of brutal position, and maybe it's just not maybe it's shocking to him. But what's that? He'll be a cowboy by Friday. Yeah, maybe. Shout out to him though for still <laughs> delivering those turkeys uh, despite yeah. losing his job. Like that was a uh, admirable thing. He could have had probably handlers do that and just said, "Oh, this is Shaq Leonard, mm. you know, turkey drive." He went out there and did it himself. I didn't like that at all. What? Because I felt so guilty about my extra turkey sitting in the freezer. If you listen to yesterday's show, Maggie and I have have rogue turkeys in our refrigerator. Shaq Leonard's out there getting cut and giving out turkeys, and I can't find anyone to take this turkey off my hands. Sorry, Pete. We talked about this yesterday. We'll just get you up to speed. Perloff and I were gifted these, like, massive frozen turkeys by a friend, which was really nice gesture, but we're both not hosting Thanksgiving. So now you just got a big turkey in the freezer. I tried to look around yesterday for donations. They were all last week. Like all the turkey drives were leading up to. So Also, I, you had a good point on yesterday's show. Would you trust a random person who walked in with this gigantic turkey out of nowhere? And a big smile on their face? Like, yeah. there you go. Yeah, the the weird fentanyl turkey is what we call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. We just don't trust each other in society anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, think do anyone's... Do big say- turkey thing Thursday, and then you can you guys cook it up Saturday and have some more. That's, that's what I said. Well, that's, that's what... I talked to my wants. mom about that last night. I said, well... Well, let's cook it on Saturday. And we were just thinking, all right, the last thing we're going to want to do is cook a turkey on Saturday. <laughs> cook anything. That's why, you know, doesn't everyone else get pizza on Saturday after Thanksgiving? Uh, Pete, we good? We'll talk to you next hour. Sounds good. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Pete McCarthy is with us all morning long. He's awesome. It's great to hear from him. 855-212-4CBS. A lot more to do, including the NFL team making a major change yesterday. What's the impact? We're going to get to it next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff. You know, we could have gone with like a food theme today, <laughs> but instead we're going with a love theme with our songs because we found out that EJ likes The Bachelor on The Bachelorette and Perloff is a long time oh, yeah. stan for The Bachelor. Is this the uh, Patrick Swayze ceramic yeah. scene song? Yeah, totally. this is. Ghost. Oh, man. That movie is so weird. If you Have you watched it in 10 years? No. 20? I, I remember really liking it. Whoopi Goldberg is She's the a medium. medium. Yeah. I, and I also remember the Leslie Nielsen version in one of the Naked Guns where they're playing off the ceramic scene. And they're, they're, anyway, it gets <laughs> wild. Uh, yeah, I like this love theme. Maggie, you've never been into The Bachelor? Never once you've been curious? Uh, I did. I watched like one season. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah, because you don't believe in love. You don't believe in Taylor also, Swift the, and Travis the Kelsey. Lead, though? It was the lead oh, matters. It was uh, Aaron Rodgers' brother. Oh, was that the- season was, yeah. Well, it was oh, the he girl. Was in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that season was. Eh. <laughs> it, the lead, the lead makes makes the show. If you have a bad lead, it, it kind of is rough. Do you have any issue with Chris Harrison not being there? I'm curious how the show. is. Oh, I don't care about him. Yeah. Oh, is Me, it Jordan Palmer now? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, no, Jesse, Jesse Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, Jesse does a great job. Yeah, I, we kind of realized how much Chris was like not that much of a factor once he was gone. I think yeah. there was more when he first left. Like, oh, how's this gonna work? But then. Uh, you know, Tasia and, and Caitlin were great, and now Jesse Palmer's great. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, my they, God. Shocker. Turns out anyone can do that job. That's well they, amazing. They did <laughs> one. <laughs> this is, I used to say this about Chris Harrison. Like, this dude is stealing he, money. He, no, no, no. Chris, and that, I think, got me kicked off the Bachelorette thread, too. My text thread that I got the I got the hook yeah. from because I used to constantly <laughs> complain about how little, how as a professional broadcaster, how easy it would be to do Chris Harrison's job. 
Well, I don't think anyone thought he was Walter Cronkite, but <laughs> he did. You clearly. just said you just said Jordan Palmer is doing it. I mean, Jordan Palmer is coaching the top draft prospects. <laughs> He's Carson Palmer's brother. He doesn't have time to host The Bachelor. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I would not make that mistake if I was the host. Uh, ABC. Dennis is in Pennsylvania. He's asking, find me a better TV moment than when someone wins a car on The Price Is Right. It's undefeated. The dopamine hit. That's when EJ said the final episode of The Bachelor when they pick the pick the winner. Dennis, what do you have, sir? Hi, Maggie. I was watching The Price is Right one day, and there was a platoon of U.S. Marines on there. And one of the Marines won the showcase and naturally was happy, but instead of running up and jumping, he picked up the hot blonde in his arms, and I think that made his day. Oh, he picked up one of the models? Yes. Right <laughs> up. I scooped her right up. It was great. Dennis, thank you. And that was your personally favorite moment. I mean, that's a that's a fun one. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of like the uh, Ian Johnson. Uh, oh, proposing. Yeah, kind of proposing, but like maybe in a more creepy way. I, guess. <laughs> I was gonna say, what year what, did he scoop her up? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that anymore. Hopefully, there was like a yeah. Maybe they had a conversation before. Before, before the <laughs> to reveal. get consent, yeah. I'm going to need you to sign these three documents here, <laughs> and also an NDA, um, just that you are okay with this. Mm. Telling you, the showcase showdown is 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 also fun, but it's the winning of the car. That's the thing. They, they, the excitement is there. There's, they, I get the excitement. Because well, also, it's like a car or like a vacuum cleaner. You know, yeah, like and that's they, the they other try to thing. swerve you with it too because they'll show you the vacuum cleaner. Like, oh, look at this gorgeous vacuum cleaner, and a person's like, oh, all right, and a new car, yeah, like, and like everything just wiles out. What idiot in the right mind is getting excited over a dining room set when you can have a new Honda CRV? I do need a new dining room set though. So, like, Christ, <laughs> right? You're listening, Carlos. <laughs> we got to get you on that show. Uh, okay, lots more to do. It is great debate day it's wednesday and around here we do the great debate series we have to hold off on the Steelers stuff for just a moment so great debate series this week we're going to get it going top of the next hour top of this hour this one again we loosely base it on the news and this one is every single person on this show is staunchly in their corner and cannot be moved off their spot yeah, I don't think this is a great debate because I think there's only one answer here. So how can there be a great debate? This is, this is what I'm saying. Perloff is an immovable object on this one. Same, it's same a, with me. It's the obvious debate stories in my mind. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. And you guys are all just as sold as I am. It's bizarre. I know. So we're going to get into that. What is the great debate topic for today? We're going to bring that to you in just a moment. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, you can always download the Maggie and Perloff podcast. Thank you to everyone who's been downloading and giving us that five-star review. It is so important, so thank you, thank you. Also, you can download the free Odyssey app. We can get the show crystal clear. We're on Sirius XM Channel 158. We're everywhere you are. Coming up, the great debate series topic for today. Also... The latest from the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, what he had to say about firing his offensive coordinator. He spoke to the media yesterday. We get that to you next. Don't move. Maggie Broloff, CBS Sports Radio. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.